Welcome back, everyone, to the Six Pennies podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the NFL, the NFL playoffs. Mock, did you watch that Minnesota ending last week? Holy crap. <laughs> I did. I can only imagine how crazy Vegas was. I, I just left Vegas on Saturday night. Oh, man. But, oh, my goodness. That was – I still can't believe it. Uh, one of my good friends at work, he's like a he's, – he's from uh, Lake Charles, and he's pretty much diehard Saints fan. Oh, no. He was he was pretty bad at work, miserable at work the next day. Like just in shock, I think. But, I mean, that has to be the craziest football game ending ever, right? I I don't know about ever. I will say it's gonna be like the defining football moment of the last at least ten years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, you just don't see that. You don't see walk off touchdowns <laughs> in in regulation and in such a big moment. Yeah, in uh, the playoffs too. Yeah, it's just crazy. Okay, yeah, so be- before we dive in, just want to do a quick shout out to Farmers Insurance and Derek Shaw. They are our sponsor today. Don't be caught unprepared the next time there's a flood or a hurricane or if you're in a car accident. You know, the roads are kind of icy right now, so be careful out there on the roads. Um, call Derek at 214-729-6462 for a free home, life, and auto insurance quote. That's 214-729-6462. All right, Mark. So you had just left Vegas. Um, you got home. So you were home by the time the game started, right? On Sunday, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I watched uh, camp. I was home with just the kids, and uh, Ophelia had gone somewhere. I can't even remember now, but I just watched the entire game, and I was in awe. Um, I mean, I was I was rooting for the Saints. Unfortunately, I just feel like they had the best shot against Tom Brady. So. I was rooting for them, uh, but now I guess that's over. Man, again, is that more because you hate Tom Brady or because you hate Case Keenum? Jeez. <laughs> I don't hate Case Keenum at all. He's just, he's, uh, I'm, I'm happy for him. I, I met him once. He came to my church randomly uh, with his team cha- chaplain, I think, when he was back at, uh, still at UH, and got a picture with him. He signed a football of mine uh, that I had sitting in the car. I think it was Peter's football. And then we, we ended up, Playing with it, continued, continue to play with it, and the autograph smeared off after that. But uh, he's he's a great guy. I just I just don't think he has what it takes to beat Tom Brady. That's it. So yeah, but with that defense, right? Who knows? Um, right now, to be honest, right now I'm probably eighty percent pulling for the Vikings all the way right now. Eighty percent Vikings and maybe twenty percent Jalen Ramsey and the Jaguars, just because I love Ramsey. Yeah, um, but yeah, you and I both we hate the Patriots, we hate Tom Brady, Belichick. We respect what they do, how successful they've been. But can you can you swallow a six Super Bowl this year? Oh, gosh. That is that is just ridiculous, absurd to really think about. It's it's already sad to me that he's at five and people are ready already like be, right now to at this day before he retires already calling him the goat and I I hate it, but. I think at the end of the day, if he gets number six, especially like he, it's gonna be hard, harder and harder to argue against. Um, I mean, he's he's like Kobe in my mind. So Kobe was overrated by many as well, um, and I'm glad he never got to six to match Jordan. Uh, but I just same as Kobe, like I don't give Brady that much credit for the first three. Uh, that defense that they had was incredible, and and Belichick. 
he's he's already regarded as probably the greatest of all time, right? But I I don't think he gets enough of the credit like taken away from Brady. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't have the pop factor, right? Like even though that Duncan, yeah, is, Duncan to me is higher than Kobe. He's an all time great, but people right. give pop more credit than Duncan. And you're not basically you're saying that should happen to Belichick, right? Right. Exactly. Okay. Okay, and I understand. So let's let's talk about the Patriots. It is the first game this Sunday. They play against the Jags. Uh, the Jags are very surprising. They beat the the Steelers there, but they are nine point underdogs in New Orleans, in New England. Um, do you see Jacksonville having any chance with Blake Bortles there at quarterback? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I think you you know how I feel about Blake. I, I think he's trash. But at the same time, that defense is not trash. That defense is pretty incredible. I, um, I've been watching them, you know, more and more throughout the season, and I, I think them and the Vikings are right there, one-two in terms of defense. Sure. So I'm glad both of them are still in it. Uh, for me, as a as a lover of the de- defensive side of the football, uh, I just you just don't know what you're gonna get with Bortles. You know, like he can. But the good thing is they don't need him to be great to win. They just need him to not be Blake Bortles. Like yeah. they don't. They just need him to not throw the ball away, not try to do too much. Um, I I wouldn't be surprised if he runs for more yards than he passes for in this game. Uh, maybe like ninety rush yards, eighty five passing yards. Like I just don't trust his armor at all, and and I think that's what they're gonna give him. They're they're gonna make him make Bortles beat him. Uh, I, I think they're going to try to take away Fournette, and uh, so yeah, it'll be an interesting game. If if I had a bet, like you have to bet on Jacksonville, right, to to cover. Yeah, nine points is a lot for a playoff game, and I I like one hundred percent believe that Bill Belichick plays the line, and so <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think he's going to screw a lot of people over by not covering the nine points. When you say Blake is trash, um, I mean, I have to clarify. Are you talking about Blake Bortles or Blake Griffin there? <laughs> uh, actually, I'm going to go all things Blake. Every Blake every Blake I think of is trash. Uh, other than, no, not Blake, not not the actress. What's her name? Blake uh, Lively? Yeah, Blake Lively is legit. What about uh, the, guy, the-, the guy that sang uh, You're Beautiful? Blake, I forgot his name. I shouldn't have brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> James Blake. Uh, How about James Blake, the tennis player? That's cool. Oh, okay. James Blake. Uh, okay, fine. Just those two then. Blake Burles and Blake Griffin. We'll focus on them. Uh, both trash. Okay. All right. So um, let's let's go through the Jacksonville team real quick. We did mention Blake Bortles, their defense. Is there like a particular player that you're watching out for? I, I know I did mention Jalen Ramsey, and he's, he's awesome in every way. Um, but is there anyone else, whether I it's... Mean, Offensive you know, or defensive? AJ Bouye is, is my, my boy. Oh yeah, I love him. Um, I mean, he showed me a lot the last his last year and a half with the Texans, and I, I was pretty sad to see him go. Um, I understood, you know, we don't we don't want to pay him big money, but I wish he did. And he's 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 a good kid, and he, I think the two touchdowns last week that Antonio Brown got, those were like the first two he gave up all year. Uh, talking about AJ Bouye, yeah. so. He's, he's I, I also season. love, yeah, I also love AJ Blue. By by, anyways, it wasn't Blake that saying you're beautiful. It's actually James Blunt. So sorry about that. <laughs> All right, good, good, good. <laughs> um, yeah, I think 
I think Bouye and Ramsey make up the best cornerback tandem in the league. Yeah. Um, Leonard Fournette obviously is a beast. I love watching him play. It's funny how he got into like a car accident on Monday, and then oh, there's yeah, yeah, there were memes about how it was Bill Belichick that kind of orchestrated the whole thing <laughs> and stuff. Um, but um, you haven't heard yeah, about Fournette, it. Fournette Fournette showed out against the against the Steelers. Yeah. I did not think he Three was coming back to that game. Three touchdowns, man, over a hundred yards. Um, yeah, yeah, he. He, I mean, he was a man amongst boys at LSU, and he's still showing yeah. that type of power in the NFL. Yeah, but that rolled ankle at the end of the first half, like, I thought that was it. I thought the Steelers were going to mount the entire comeback, come all the way back, because, I mean, obviously that offense without Fournette is pretty nasty. It is pretty bad. Um, Blake, Blake Bortles, if you have to count on him, you're not going to win many games. Do you think that if Blake Bortles and Case Keenum Switch spots, the Jaguars would beat New England? They'd have a better chance, yeah. But still uh, not Ke- enough. See, that's the thing about Keenum. Um, well, there's there's this kind of this magical factor about playing in New England in the playoffs, right? Like, there's there's this mystique about it, and, and I think, it, like, in a lot of ways, it's almost like the Tiger factor <laughs> way back in the day when he was at his peak. You know, it. like, people just are intimidated just playing there or playing against tiger back then and and i think it's the same way in foxborough like there's just people coaches make mistakes they they start pressing early and um it's just but case keenum one thing i'll give him credit for he he's learned to really calm down and not try to overdo things so so like he's become a really good game manager you know, he, he realizes that he doesn't, and really he shouldn't try to just sling the ball all over the place, just rely on his run game and, and do some play action. And it just makes some timely throws, and I think that's what he's doing in Minnesota. Uh, but Blake, I, I don't think he's anywhere close to that yet, and, and even when he's trying to manage the game, he's not accurate. Yeah. Uh, I think that's his biggest problem. Uh, it, it's he just is like, not accurate at all. Right? Like, even, you know, little hitch routes. Um, like, he, put, he should have put that game away early uh in the second half against Steelers and just missed throws here and there and bad decisions and um I mean obviously they're going conservative trying to run the clock as well but it's just easy throws that he makes look very difficult it's it's funny that you brought up um you know you're you're uh, thinking of Blake Bortles having more rushing yards and passing yards he actually did that two weeks ago against the Bills in the wild card game oh, and it was the, it was the first time in like NFL playoff history since Mike Vick. But obviously, because Vick had like 180 yards or something uh, yeah. rushing, but Bortles <laughs> literally only had like 70 or 80 yards rushing, and he had less <laughs> passing yards than that. It's, it's just so bad. I, I felt so bad for the people watching there at the game, at that wildcard game, oh, yeah. like Bills versus Jags. I watched the first, I think, two drives of that game. It was on a Sunday afternoon, and I was like, started questioning my entire life. I was like, what am I doing here? Why am I watching this? And I had to leave the house. Um, but yeah, I did not know that stat. I didn't know he had racked up more rushing yards in that game. Yeah, so we're, bo- we're both on the same page. We both think the Patriots are going to win. But is there anything? Is there I think it'll be outside, close. Outside I think it'll be okay. close. So do you, think, you definitely think it's going to be low scoring then, right, if it's close? Ah, oh, man, I think, uh, what's the over-under? 46. 46? Yeah, I would take the under. 
Uh, I I think this is going to be a pretty ugly game. I think it's I think Jacksonville they need a defensive touchdown or they need like a big defensive stand where like they get the ball back for the offense in Patriots territory um, where they're already in field goal range or something. And, and I think like I think it'll be a field goal game. I think it'll go down to like seventeen fourteen something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, we both like we both pulling for the Jags, so I don't know how biased, unbiased we can be. But do you think the Jags have a chance? I think they have a chance, but I think that it would require like, you know, a special teams touchdown and a defensive touchdown. Because even if, <laughs> even, yeah, even if they go up two touchdowns, um, I just don't see like they may shut out New England to a certain extent, right? Maybe two touchdowns, maybe fourteen, seventeen points. But yeah. their offense is not going to be able to score. So I, I don't I don't really know, to be honest. You, you think it's because Fournette's not 100%? I mean, I would just stack the box, right? Eight, nine, ten right. guys up front. Um, I, I do like Marquise Lee on Jacksonville. Oh, yeah. I think he can get okay. behind the defense. But I just, I don't I don't have any trust on Bortles. Um, <laughs> and I think that you're right. Like, New England at home in the playoffs January is almost yeah. like academic, right? Yeah. They need someone like random to step up. They need like Dee Westbrook to go off for like buck fifty or something. Like they need something else because you know Belichick's gonna take out, um, pretty much take out Lee and Fournette, right? And, and make some no name or, or make Bortles really run for one eighty on them. If we're Jacksonville, if you're the defensive coordinator in Jacksonville, who would you zero in on New England? Gronk. So you That's would, it. You would probably double team Gronk and have. What like Brandon Brandon Cooks tried to beat you, or what? What would your game plan be against Brady? I would single coverage. Uh, I might think about pulling Boye or Ramsey, put him on Gronk the entire game, follow him around the entire game, and then like single coverage everyone else. Like I, I just I feel like Boye and Ramsey are good enough and mentally strong enough to to take up that that task. And honestly, they can. The other one of them can cover Cooks one on one. Like I don't think Cook, Cooks is that great. Yeah. Right. Um, but but again, it's New England, so they could definitely have some random guy step up. Like they have three running backs who could go off for three touchdowns, right? And uh, so I don't know. It'll it'll be interesting how to see how Belichick plays it. All right. So let's move on from the AFC and, and go to the NFC. We have the Team of destiny, if you will, the Minnesota Vikings. They're traveling to Philadelphia, and they're playing the Eagles. It's going to be a low-scoring game. The over-under there is 39 points. Minnesota is favored by three. What are your reactions to that? I'm really looking forward to this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't have a dog in the fight, uh, just because I think they're both very similarly matched. Um, and... They probably both have about the same chance against New England as the other team. Uh, I would have just loved for Wentz to be healthy for this game, though. And and I, I feel like, I mean, their defense is still legit, Philadelphia, I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I don't know. It just sucks. It sucks losing an entire season to ACL, right? Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. A, a healthy Wentz here would completely change the dynamic of the entire playoffs, right? Because then right. you'll have a you'll have a con- legitimate contender against New England. 
yeah. I will say though, last week, um, I slammed Philadelphia. I just had no no confidence in Atlanta and Matt Ryan. I think Matt Ryan yeah. is absolute trash. Um, and so, yes. like, yes. I've gone 180 degrees, like, yeah. hundred times on that guy. Like, <laughs> I think he is the most overrated. But, yes, um, thank you. Thank um, I think Minnesota. I think they are gonna demolish Philadelphia. Whoa! Yeah, I think that um, just the two-handed combo, two-headed monster of um, Latavius and McKinnon. Um, really? I think yeah. Diggs is wide receiver one. I think D. Thielen is wide receiver one. I think yeah. like that team is is loaded. You're right. Thielen is very underrated. Um, would you it's really, care to make this a meal bet? Who? Like, uh, like I'm going to need more points than three, though. I'm surprised the line is this close. Honestly, like I I, I would I thought it'd be like many at least four and a half. Four and a half. That's a lot on a road, buddy. Yeah, but. Many coming off the momentum, you gotta you gotta take the momentum of the greatest finish in NFL history. If you give account. me if you give me four, so that way if four we push, I'm okay with that. All right, let's do four. Okay, four. Put it on the board. Minnesota. All right, all right, Minnesota. Um, yeah, you're right. I think they are the team of destiny. Um, I liked how you alluded to defensive defenses earlier. So Minnesota and Philly are the top two defenses in the NFC, and they're. Yeah, so they're in a championship game. Jaguars is the number one defense in the AFC. So props to defense in 2017, yeah. 2018. Um, but why, why the uh, why the disrespect from Minnesota there? If, if it wasn't Case Keenum, if it was Sam Bradford, no, it's not disrespect. I'm saying I thought they should be favored more. I thought the line should be at least four and a half. I think I think this is going to be at least a two touchdown. <laughs> yeah. man so i gave you a good line um <laughs> yeah whatever, i don't know whatever, Philly... I thought, whatever i thought about matt ryan i think nick Foles is easy <laughs> so, but like, he's not rated like he's not even exactly, on the board exactly yeah exactly <laughs> but that's why i don't have any confidence in philly i love their defense obviously but outside of outside of like giving it to blunt or ajayi i don't think their receivers are that great Alshon, yeah. I think Alshon is being wasted in Philly, and so. Um, oh yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I I just think that Minnesota team of destiny is just gonna run over, run over. It might Eagles. be. Um, I mean, a lot of it was I just wanted a dog in the fight. Um, well, I shouldn't probably shouldn't say that with the Eagles here, but uh, I just I just wanted an, another reason to really watch this game. But Philly, I just I, I like them all year. I, I think it's really hard for me to emotionally detach from them um, after cheering for them all year with Wentz. And I mean, they were a team; they were on fire. And I, I thought they're, they were going to run away with the NFC if it wasn't for the injury. And the fact that they still finish with the number one seed is pretty spectacular. Um, it's just ah, it just sucks. I just feel so bad for the kid. Yeah, I mean Car- Carson's a great guy. Um, everything about him, like on that I follow, like, Twitter, Instagram. He's always, like, very sociable. He's always, like, all about the, um, you know, the community there in Philadelphia and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, he's he's a good guy that way. I just, as a Cowboys fan, you know I can't, I cannot cheer for yeah. Philadelphia, so. No, I know. I know that's a factor. Yeah. But, but, hey, they won you a lot of money last week, right? They did. <laughs> they did. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was, that, was a, that was a fun time. So, apparently... Yeah, you were in Vegas along with a few of our other friends there. 
And uh, Hal told me I ended up being the big winner in Vegas, and I wasn't even there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were talking. I was only there for one night. So Friday night, we got back to the hotel pretty early uh, relative to other Vegas trips. Uh, we were back in the hotel probably 1 a.m., uh, just sitting there talking about the lines for it for the, that weekend's NFL games. And they kept talking about, like, you know, the four games and, or the, the, yeah, the four games and which ones they should bet. And Josh was talking about slamming uh, the Eagles, like you just said. Yeah. I just, I kept trying to convince them to switch the bet. Like, if you're going to slam a team, slam the Saints. And then for oh. it to happen, go down like it did. And I mean, Saints ended up covering just because they kneel on the extra point. But, man, if that came down to that for that much money, it would have been crazy. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wait, so I didn't get to see the ending with the point after touchdown and the kneel and all that. So can you kind of quickly explain what happened there? When he caught the ball, uh, that's another thing. I So Case Keenum, I mean, I give him all the credit in the world, especially for that throw. It was a perfect throw. Um, and I, But at the same time, obviously, Marcus Williams should have still, like, Okay, first of all, what do you think happened there? Like, what do you think was going through his mind, the DB of uh, on the Saints on that last play? First and foremost, I feel really sorry for the the kid. He's probably, for sure. Yeah, he's only what like twenty two or twenty three, and he's already like devastated. But I think he wanted to knock him like in bounds, keep him in bounds. Um, instead of wrapping up, obviously he he stuck his head down and, and completely missed Stefan Diggs there. But honestly, Diggs is a big dude. He probably didn't want to wrap him up either. So I I don't know, to be honest. And was do you think that's more on him, or do you think that's scheming? I, it's just like it's He was definitely play, too man. deep, right? Yeah. He was way too deep. Uh, it was a perfect throw, and they had enough time. So if he was able to catch it like he did and get out of bounds, like they, they would have brought in a field goal unit. And it would have been a pretty manageable field goal, especially for that big of a leg. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I I do feel sorry for Marcus Williams just because, like, I don't know how you can recover from that. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, part of me doesn't feel that sorry for him because I think he was mm-hmm. I think he was trying to be a hero. Like he was trying to go way too big of a hit for no reason, uh, right? Like, uh, and I think maybe at the very last second. Like, he, he thought he might get there earlier, like, too early, like, before the ball got there. And then he tried to pull up a little bit just so he wouldn't get, like, a like a flag. But I, I think it's too late at that point. So I I just – I can't completely take him off the hook. Yeah. Obviously, it's a big mistake either way. But I, I just think he was trying to be a hero, and he was trying to flip him, like, a, a huge hit that's, in, 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 yeah, in the that's, air. That's interesting. Your assessment is pretty interesting there because I actually – I saw it a little different. I because he was so deep, I felt like he was playing scared. I feel I felt like he was mm-hmm. trying to play center field and um, just not make the wrong play. But then when it happened, I feel I felt like he was just like shying from contact. I I haven't seen him all year, so I don't know if he maybe he loves contact, maybe he loves tackling, but. It just looked he had a, like he had a good year too. I mean, he's the one who got that pick early in the game. Yeah, yeah. He he's I think he's a rookie first team defensive back so he's yeah. he's awesome it's just i don't know if he shies away from contact or not but uh what's funny is like you know how at the end when Diggs ran in the end zone and he threw his helmet off yeah 
you know that was if, so amazing. You know, if he had actually stepped out of bounds there and he didn't know it, and he, oh. he threw his helmet off for the 15, 15. yards, yeah, they would have been out of field goal range. Isn't that crazy? No, Diggs, Diggs, is, Diggs is legit. He knew, man. He knew. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's a good point. I, that's exactly what I was thinking when he took off his helmet. Uh, not that he stepped out of bounds, but I was like, like I was thinking about the extra point because I was thinking about the line already. But uh, <laughs> but what happened was he, so obviously he gets in, everyone's going crazy. Um, like Drew Brees walks on the field, like uh, shakes hands with uh, Keenum and everything. And then they pretty much go to the locker room right away. And everyone thought the game was over, but then they're like, okay, you got to at least line up for the extra point. So they're sitting there and it's just, they're on like the two yard line, whatever it is for the two point conversion. Yeah. And uh, they're, it's just the Vikings and uh, like uh, Case Keenum is there clapping his hands above his head, like for skull and, and, you know, getting like the entire arena yeah, I saw that clip. It was really awesome. Following it, yeah. So I, I mean, I was, I'm really happy for him. Like this is, he's had a, an amazing journey. Um, it, it's always nice, you know, being if you're gonna be cut by a team to end up at bringing that team another team to an NFC Championship. Actually, he's cut by two teams right now. He's passed up by everyone else for uh, during the draft. Um, so I'm, I'm happy for Keenum. And uh, so he was doing that, and then finally, like they show the tunnel and these Saints players come back on the field with their helmets in their hands, put the helmets on. And even like Morstead, the punter that had hurt his ribs earlier in the game, he came out on the field to line up. So props to the Saints for doing that. Uh, I don't know if I could have, I, I, I probably couldn't have, man. That, that's just a tough way to, for your season to end. The toughest possible. So let me ask you this, like would Tom Brady being, out of the Super Bowl, so the Jags beat him. Would that make you watch want to watch the Super Bowl more or less? Honestly, I would probably watch it more if Tom Brady was in it. Yeah, unfortunately, right? Yeah. <laughs> so earlier, uh, earlier you said you don't give Tom Brady credit for the first three, or not that much credit for the first three. Are you giving him credit for the last two, however? Yeah, just like Kobe. And then what if he gets a you know, unofficially th- his third now or sixth total. I don't know. I mean, thinking about even his last two. <laughs> man, after uh, freaking, why didn't why didn't Carroll run the ball, man? Just give it to Marshawn. Or Atlanta, uh, right? Why did Matt uh, Ryan beat Matt Ryan? Why is Matt Ryan? Oh gosh, why do people think he's good? Yeah, he, he's done the least with the most talent, right? Like. Those offensive weapons around him, man, like Julio, prime Julio. You still remember that catch he made last last year in the Super Bowl? That should have ended it. That was the dagger. That would have been, I mean, even now still, but if he had held on to the ball and not taken a sack on third down or whatever, pushing out of field goal range, like that would have been one of the greatest catches in Super Bowl history. Yep. Right? And then, gosh, that's just so awful. That's that's the thing with New England, man. They're 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 good, but they're also so freaking lucky. It. Who's more lucky, New England or the Warriors? Oh man, that's. <laughs> I, think, I think that needs to be a separate discussion. <laughs> cool. Remember that first year with the Warriors, like 
literally everyone they played got hurt. Everybody got hurt. Yep. Like no Conley, no no Beverly to guard uh, quote unquote MVP and and uh, Steph Curry. Dude, Steph Curry, he was going. Who were we throwing out there? I mean, I love Pablo, but he was forty years old <laughs> trying to guard <laughs> Pablo Bergioni and another forty-year-old and Jason Terry. Yeah, right? it's just. And then Kyrie gets hurt, and, and Love was out after getting his shoulder popped out. It's just that team is so freaking lucky. Yeah. All right. So just to review, we do have a meal bet on Minnesota. And Philadelphia. I'm going for the Vikings. You're going for the Eagles. Uh, four points. Four, four points. points. Yeah, four points. Are you going to watch the games this weekend? I will. Okay. I, uh, I hope so. Are they both on Sunday? They're both on Sunday. I think the first one starts at 2 our time. Okay, I might not catch that one. Hopefully that's a- AFC. Is that? Yeah, that's the AFC game. Okay. okay, I might miss that one, but I'll definitely catch the NFC one. Okay. All right. Well, thanks everyone for uh, listening in today uh, and for this quick NFL championship weekend uh, checkup, if you will. Uh, if you could just give it, give us a quick review on iTunes, follow us on Facebook at Six Pennies Podcast. We have a giveaway coming up. It's going to be a big giveaway uh, once again, and so you're going to be want to be tuned in to uh, see how you can win. We just started another series an entrepreneur series with uh first guest was just this past week so give that a listen as well all right thanks a lot guys